Welcome to the Kingdom Life Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Nilsson, speaker, author, and yes, life coach. We live in a noisy world with a million external influences vying for our attention. This is the space where we can quiet the noise, sort out our thoughts through honest conversation, and discover what it looks like to take aligned, faith-filled action in a world of endless possibilities. Hey, everybody. I'm so glad you're here with me today. Welcome back to Kingdom Life Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Nilsson, and I'm so excited for this episode because we are diving into this transformative, beautiful exchange journaling that has radically transformed my life with the Lord, my understanding of of God's voice and what he wants to speak to me and how he wants to give me kingdom perspective over all kinds of things in my life, as I believe he wants to give you his kingdom perspective for you as well. And I have several things that I want to mention to you before we dive into the meat of this. Number one is that in a couple of weeks, August 3rd to be exact, my good friend and my podcast coach and I will be launching the podcast boot camp from idea to launch. So this is specifically for any of you who have dreamt about, thought about, wondered about starting a podcast, wondered if you could get your message out into the world in this way. Maybe you love to listen to podcasts and the Lord has been stirring in your heart that you have a message to share. You have something to teach the world. You have a problem to solve. Your testimony, your experience, your education, whatever it is, will provide breakthrough and blessing and transformative work in someone else's life. If this is you and you are imagining yourself to be a future podcaster, just Stop this podcast right now. Go to podcast bootcamp from idea to launch.com. That's podcast bootcamp from idea to launch.com. Register. There are several different packages you can choose from. Kristen is an amazing podcast coach who will help you land the plane, so to speak, on your idea, what you want to call it, get you some podcast tile art to go, plan those first few episodes. And I am going to be in this go round as, as a partner as a partner coach to pray for you and to really dig deep into how does your message align with who you are, who the Lord created you to be. And every one of you that registers for this eight week boot camp, I will be on each of the weekly Zooms, which are group Zooms, but you also get a one-on-one private call with me to go deep and it's going to be amazing. So podcast bootcamp from idea to launch.com. All right. So many of you know that this summer I am going through uh, step by step, chapter by chapter, my newest book, Untangled Faith, How Honest Conversations with God Lead to Deeper Connections, Clarity and Peace. And if you've listened to this podcast episode or podcast before, you know that I was originally planning to publish the journal. So I have a companion journal that goes with it. I had been learning two-way journaling, how to release my thoughts to the Lord, receive his voice and perspective over it. And then one day the Lord just dropped a deeper framework, a deeper blueprint for journaling that was just more nuanced. And at least it helped me, it guide me and my thoughts through this process. 
And I believe it will do the same for you. And so it's been fun to get messages from many of you about your own journey, how you're reading the book, what's standing out to you, what chapters you love the most. And specifically, once you try the journaling for yourself, what comes up for you? So today, I want to address a couple of things before we go into the next step. So last week on the podcast, so that would be episode 19, Oh no, actually this is episode 18, excuse me. I was talking about the first three steps, getting rooted in scripture, really marinating in that scripture and finding what God is speaking to you through his voice, through his word, and then writing down three things that you are grateful for. And I had a woman message me and she said, you know, Megan, she started the beautiful exchange journaling and she feels like, she said, I feel like I need more of God's word than the one verse you have for each day in this journal. She says, I love this process, but sometimes I find it hard to pull a kingdom truth from the verse. I know I could open the Bible and read it, but I was wondering if you have any suggestions. What do you do? I am curious. So dear curious, I want to address this question for you and for many who may have the same question. So what I was telling her is that My original framework was this release your thoughts and and questions to God, receive his perspective, and then move on. But as he began to give me a deeper framework, I realized that sometimes I have trouble accessing God's voice. What does his voice sound like? Maybe many of you wonder if you've ever even heard it at all. And so starting this practice with reading a scripture passage, just a verse or two, is really like a warm-up for exercising. So if any of you are runners or you go to the gym or you hike, it is very important to warm up your body in the morning before you start, you know, lifting heavy weights or doing something that's going to tax your body because your muscles aren't ready for it. And that's what I feel like reading this verse is just that it's, it gets you anchored in a kingdom truth. What, how, how can you shift your posture? How can you kind of let go of the things of the world Anchor yourself in a kingdom truth, remind yourself what God's voice sounds like, or teach yourself what God's voice sounds like, because opening the Bible is the very best way to begin to hear God's voice for yourself. It's already written there. Last week, I was talking about how do you learn a new language? You have to go and you have to live with people who speak that language. That's what reading the Bible is for you. So when you read this verse, you're going to get a bit of a little drip, a little drop of Holy Spirit. What does God's voice sound like? And so I want to say very clearly, if that is not enough for you, that's okay. If you think, oh man, I don't know how to access God's voice after reading one verse of scripture, then I want you to make this practice your own. This blueprint is just a blueprint. And this woman said, oh my goodness, thank you for telling me this. I feel like you've given me permission to make it my own because she said she's kind of a rule follower and she likes to follow the script. And if this is the rules written out, but they don't really jive with her, they're not really congruent with how she's experiencing her emotional you know, presence and her feelings and her relationship with the Lord, then it helps her kind of color outside the the line, so to speak, and make it your own. So one thing you could do is take your current reading plan. If you're reading something on the Bible app or in the in the Bible from Ephesians or Ezekiel or whatever, read your Bible, then highlight what is one or 
thing or two things that the Lord is highlighting to you in your passage, what you're reading in scripture, write that at the top of the page, write that in the lines and then move forward from there. So please know that this is just a suggestion and a warm up. And so that's exciting to hear. And I wanted to let you know that. So today we are going to dive into what is specifically chapter 10 of my book, but it is step four in the beautiful exchange journaling process. So the podcast before this, we talked about the first three steps, rooting yourself in scripture and recording the key message and recognizing God's goodness in your life. Today, we're jumping into step four, which is to release and request. This is the meat. This is where you just get to dive in and you pour out your primary concerns to God. You get to share your requests with him. At the beginning of this chapter, I used a cute little quote from A.A. Milne who had written Winnie the Pooh. And and it says, it is more fun to talk to someone who doesn't use long, difficult words, but rather short, easy words like, what about lunch? And I laughed because I thought, well, you know what? If figuring out lunch is our greatest concern, then wouldn't that be nice? (laughs) I suppose at lunchtime, it is our greatest concern. But more likely, you've got some things that are really rattling around in your heart and your mind. Maybe there are some deep-seated things that you have been wondering about for a long time. You have been praying about and you're like, God, how long do I need to wait for? How long must I wait for an answer to this? So this is the place in your journaling where you get to pour out your thoughts on the page. Any question, nothing is off limits. Anything you have, you bring it to Jesus, you bring it to the Lord, and you get to share anything that weighs you down. You are releasing your thoughts and your emotions and you are requesting, God, what do you want to say about this? So this part of the journaling process can be about anything. Honestly, it can be deep and serious. It could be light and fluffy. I've journaled about health concerns. I've journaled about friction with my children. I've journaled about journaled about decisions in my marriage or my business, future decisions. I've also journaled about our living room remodel. So I'm not even joking. I can't remember if I've told this on the podcast before, but during COVID, we were we were remodeling something in our living room, probably like many of you, because that's where we spent 24-7. And something was really bothering me. And I just kept looking online and trying to find things. And I journaled about it. I'm like, oh my goodness, Lord, I don't know why this is so hard. And he gave me a very good word to kind of let it go. Don't tax the people around me. And it's okay that I appreciate beauty, but I cannot burden other people with this. So I'm telling you, anything goes. But the main point of releasing and requesting is that you get out on paper whatever is bothering you. So this section is going to allow you to connect with your heart as it is, as your soul is in the present moment. So it's hard to do that. At least it's hard for me because I have so many things going on in my life with tasks and to-dos and appointments and meetings and chores and laziness and whatever else that I don't often take a moment to connect with my heart and my own soul so that I can really understand what's going on and then have deeper connections moving forward because I'm able to communicate better. I'm able to clearly say what's going on, what I need. So this is your moment to be candid and open Again, this is your space, your place to be as open as possible. And this is not a place for those of you, as my friend Christina says, churchy churchingtons out there. If you're a churchy churchington and you're like, oh man, I can't be super real about how I'm feeling because 
good Christians shouldn't feel this way. If I was a really good Christian, I couldn't possibly think like this. We are going to just cancel that religious lie right now because you are a human being. You are feeling the way you are feeling and you need to get real about it. You need to get honest about it so that you can get to the root of the problem and figure out how to move forward in peace and joy and wisdom from there. So really being honest about this and not hiding away how you truly feel. Honesty is an absolute virtue of paramount importance to God. Let me say that again. Honesty is of paramount importance to God. I truly believe this. And King David tells us in the Psalm 15 verse 2, he says, the one who lives blamelessly practices righteousness and acknowledges the truth in his heart. This section of releasing and requesting is for you to acknowledge the truth in your heart, period, full stop. Don't move on from there until you have truly been honest and open with the Lord. So every moment of our life here on earth, we are invited to consider, you know, are we going to acknowledge the truth in our heart and be honest with what's going on? Or are we going to just stuff it away? Are we going to, you know, fight, flight, or freeze in those moments and hopes that something will magically disappear? I'm going to tell you right now, this one's for free, people. The junk never disappears. Even in your house, think about it right now. Where does junk go? It goes into the garage. It goes into closets. It goes into drawers. But if you're going to get up and move and start over and try something new, guess what? You have to deal with the junk. You can't have someone else move into your your old house if you've still got junk in there. That's not cool, right? So God is constantly making us a new creation. The old has gone. The new has come. So in order for the new to come, you have to deal with the junk. You have to release it and make space for those new beautiful things to come. So suppressing feelings is not healthy. It just is going to fester and grow mold and sprout horns and lash out sideways on all the unsuspecting loved ones in your life when they least expect it. Ask me how I know. Ask me how I know. And I know that being fully honest with your thoughts and feelings, it might come supernaturally to you. So if you're an Enneagram person, this is going to relate to you a little bit. So Enneagram 8s, are often really good at being honest, how they feel, they're challenging, and they're like, you know what, this is how I feel, so deal with it. I don't really care what you think. This might be easier for you. But for those of you that are like Enneagram 9s or some of those people-pleasing more types, it might be a little bit harder. So I'm with you, I'm with you. It might You might think, oh my goodness, I cannot possibly say this. But either way, whatever your natural personality is, you're not spouting off your raw inner thoughts to any old person who happens to be around and come what may, if you maim them, harm them, whatever. No, this is you in your journal, taking your thoughts to the Lord who loves you and he created you and he wants to connect with you. This is a safe space to do that. You don't have to worry about looking weak or being judged or hurting someone's feelings. This is just you and him. And I truly believe that the more you practice honesty with God, the more you will feel comfortable being respectfully honest with others. This also gives you practice writing out what you're thinking. You're practicing on God. It's like role playing. And you're like, oh my gosh, how do I actually feel and get clarity and kind of go, okay, now I can be respectfully honest with the people around me because I have a handle on, I have an understanding of how I actually feel. There is a spiritual director and author named Jeanette Baki. 
and she wrote the book, Holy Invitations. I love it. It's a great book, but she has this quote and she reminds us that she says, bringing our questions and fears out into the open helps clear the way for new possibilities. This is exactly what I'm saying. You are cleaning out the junk drawer. If you walked into your kitchen right now or your office and you open, I'm pretty sure everybody out there has a junk drawer. You know which one it is. You open it up and you're like, oh my gosh, I've stuffed pens and pencils and paper clips and like, you know, clips from bread bags and stuff like that and stickers and pens and scissors and who knows what else, right? Rulers. I'm just trying to think of what's in my junk drawer right now. Old notes. And so I, I don't take everything out of my junk drawer and then put it back in. I take everything out and then I decide, okay, what actually needs to get come back in here? That's going to be the next step. That's going to be next week's podcast. But for now, you're bringing your questions, you're bringing your fears, you're taking some of the stuff that's like clogging up your mental space, your heart space, and you're bringing it to the Lord. You're releasing it on paper so that you can make space to get clear the way for new possibilities. That's what we're going after here. So this time of sharing your honest thoughts and questions is never wasted. It is good, important work, and it will bless more than just you. It honestly will bless your loved ones as well. So Jeanette Bakke goes on and she describes an intimate encounter that she has with God in her book. And she had her own journaling time. And she says that she had this impression from the Lord, these words on her heart that came to her. And she wrote down this, Whatever you truly let go of and place fully in my keeping becomes a seed planted for the kingdom. This is God speaking to her. He said, I'm the only one who really knows what that means, but I will teach you when you are willing to learn this glorious way. Isn't that beautiful? The God's telling her, whenever you truly let go of something and place it in my keeping, it becomes a seed planted the kingdom. You don't have to know what's going to happen next. You don't have to know what God's going to do with it. You don't know how, have to know what grows from it. All you know is that you are harvesting beautiful kingdom seeds that when planted in God's presence, when planted under the umbrella and the shade and the protection and the watering of his love and the light of his son, Jesus, will grow into something beautiful. There will be a harvest and a garden coming from this, but you won't know what that is if you don't first plant the seed. So releasing and requesting is your opportunity to plant those seeds and then see what comes from that. I have a feeling that some of you may still be a little bit tentative about sharing your uncensored thoughts with God. I'm curious. I would be so curious to know what your spiritual and religious background is, if you grew up in church, kind of what were those messages that you received as you were growing up? What are the messages that you are are receiving now from your church, from the leadership, from pastoral care? I don't know. But if anybody is telling you that God can't handle your real, your raw, your truth, I personally believe that that is toxic theology. That is not true. Because I, again, I believe that King David shows us that God can handle it. Not only can he handle it, he wants you to give it to him. It's an invitation to be honest and real with him. And so King David writes this psalm 
It's uh, Psalm 13, verses 1 through 3, and it goes like this. He says, How long, Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long will I store up anxious concerns within me, agony in my mind every day? Talk about real and raw, right? He says, How long will my enemy dominate me? Consider me and answer, Lord my God. Restore brightness to my eyes, otherwise I will sleep in death. Wow, what a beautiful example of what this can look like. And I wonder about you, do you feel forgotten today? Do you wonder where God is in the mess of your life? Do you have anxious concerns that are bubbling up within you? Is your mind exhausted from the agony that is plaguing it? Are there things that feel too heavy for you to carry on your own? If they feel too heavy for you to carry, guess what? It's because they are too heavy. It's so funny. I, I'm not much of a hiker and backpacker, to be honest with you, but there's an annual trip of some friends that go hiking and backpacking. And I love it because it kind of forces me to get out there. And once I get out there on the trail, it's beautiful. But There have been times last year I went and I don't own my own backpack, uh, hiking backpack. And so I used my husband's. Okay. My husband is six, two. I am like five, three. Okay. That's like standing on my tippy toes. So when you put his huge backpack frame on me, it was hilarious. So if you see a picture of this, you would die because I look like a little kid. I have this ginormous backpack on practically toppling over backwards And it's just, it didn't fit me. It was not mine to carry. And so that's the image that comes to me when I think about this. When you have these hard feelings, they're not yours to carry. You don't need to keep stuffing rocks and rocks and things in this ginormous backpack and putting it on and being like, well, I guess I'm just meant to climb this mountain by myself with this massive, huge backpack on my back full of rocks and full of weights. No, you need something that is fitted for you. God is is inviting you in this moment to set down that backpack, take out those rocks and begin to give them to him. Metaphorically speaking, what are the heavy weights that you are carrying in your life? Is it about your job, a relationship, a child, how you're wired, how you're showing up in the world, a lifestyle decision? Is there something that you are doing that you know in your heart of hearts is is not good for your body? It's not good for your heart, mind, and soul. I don't know what that is for you today, but I know that if you are a human being under the sound of my voice, you likely have something. There is some decision, whether it's little or big, that you wonder, what do I do next? That's what this is about. This is the way I see it. You have several choices. Number one, you can vomit all your feelings all over everybody you love, only to have to clean up that mess later. Just willy-nilly, let it go, no matter who's in, in, in the splash zone, right? Number two, You can stuff and avoid everything. You can just stuff it on down, shove it in those drunk drawers, hope that it doesn't expand and grow horns and somehow come out sideways and toxic later. That's another choice. Number three, you can take whatever's keeping you stuck and confused to the world. You can start Googling things. You can start posting on social media and getting all kinds of advice from all kinds of people. Or number four, which I truly believe is the kingdom way, you can take it all to God vulnerably open yourself up in order to hear from him. These are your choices. What do you choose today? Which way do you want to go with the decisions and the things that you're thinking about? 
The point at the end of the day is to release your thoughts, pour it all out at the foot of the cross, and ask God what he thinks about it. We're going to talk next week about receiving God's perspective. How do you do that? What does that look like? The last thing I want to say is that when I learned to do this, I learned to set a four-minute timer. Why does this detail matter? Because we're not going for an eternal grape session here. Believe me, if you're anything like me, you could fill pages and pages with questions and complaints and general confusion. I mean, I could go after it. I could write a whole book about it. But that's not where we're going for. Four minutes, I'm telling you, is enough time to just get it out. It's meant to be short and intense, to express your inner desires, to be completely honest. Don't don't censor yourself or hold anything back. You set that timer. You just let it rip. You write, write, write. Then when the timer goes off, you're going to finish your thought. You're going to set down your pen and you're going to prepare to hear from God. What does that look like to receive his perspective? Stay tuned. Join me next week and we're going to talk about it. All right. I love you guys. Keep messaging me what you're experiencing as you read the book, what you're experiencing as you journal, because this is amazing. And I am planning something in the fall. I am planning to go through this book and journal with a whole group of people. So if if you get a little bit excited about possibly going through this with me and a group of others, stay tuned. I'm going to drop details as the weeks go on. All right. I love you guys. Talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening. If this episode challenged or inspired you, I would be honored if you would rate it and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts so others can hang out with us too. If you'd like to connect at a deeper level, you can find me on Instagram at Megan underscore Nilsen or head to my website, MeganBNilsen.com and schedule a free curiosity and connection call. Let's keep the conversation going.